so you've blown up on the internet of late. Like, and uh, what, what would you put that down to? It's crazy. I mean, I looked at YouTube yesterday. There's one video had 20 million views, loads of the clip, the reels on Instagram have got 10 or 20 million views. Yeah. It, what would you say this down to mainly? <laughs> Probably because I just say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. That's really yeah, I, I got that when you came here. I'm like, yeah, there's no filter. No filter. It's great. Uh, well, I think that I've been through enough in my life that I just don't care what others think. Yeah. It's like, hey, if you don't like it, it's a free world. Uh, delete me or follow me and talk shit. Yeah. Whichever one makes you happy. Yeah. So I think that it's just willing to talk about the hard things and be honest. Yeah, and that's and the best have way. An to, opinion. Yeah, right? yeah, and that's the best way to get to, as we were saying, sort of self mastery to really understand yourself. The only way is to be honest with yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's partly why you wanted to do this. You were like, I just want to say what I believe in. We had someone on before, and you asked. You said, I just want to say what I think and what yeah. I believe in about this and about COVID and blah blah. And he's like one of the guys like you can't you, because if you're going to say that you've got to be prepared to have a yeah, response you, and an action and, and a reaction and all this kind of stuff and it's it's yeah it's it's fascinating i mean it's it's crazy how you can just I mean, you should just be able to say exactly what you want yeah, but that's the thing it's people like that that say you can't yeah. you actually can yeah you just have to have tough enough skin to know that some people are going to love you some people are going to hate yeah. you 10 percent of the people are going to love you 10 percent of the people are going to hate you and yeah. the other 80 percent that's your yeah. job undecided yeah that's true and and the thing is with on the internet where you've got keyboard warriors and people aren't really they'd say if they met you face to face if they are negative they'd say something very different but because your job is you know mainly online and so many jobs are now you you know you're going to get a lot of people saying negative things as well. So you need a thick skin for that because a lot of people read through those comments and say they'll take them personally. They're like, yeah. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. You know. So it's, do you read the comments? Do you go through? Uh, them? I do read the comments because I feel like the only reason that I'm investing this time into doing this is because I want to connect with others. Yeah. So the point is connection. So yes, I do read the comments, mm. and if I see a comment where I feel like I can offer clarification or help, I will. Um, plus I love to hear others' opinions, even if they're not my own. Yeah. So now if you're talking shit to me and telling me my nose is big, I'm like, well, no shit, I'm Persian. Um, or that I have fucked up teeth. I'm like, well, <laughs> sorry, buddy. Talk to the guy who did them for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's just like, if they're negative and there's, I can't see the positive that I could bring to that scenario. Sometimes I'll just be like, Hey, thanks for your opinion. Or I just leave it alone. It doesn't even like, it doesn't register emotionally for That's me. Great. I'm like, I've been through so much shit. Yeah. I'm like, the stuff my ex did to me in comparison to the shit you're saying to me doesn't yeah. even hit like the radar. Online <laughs> through a comment where yeah. it's yeah, not going to nah, affect nah. you. Yeah. And it, is that why you've gone on this journey? Because of the shit that happened previously? Well, I think I've been through a lot of shit in my life like most people. But I think the stuff that I have done is a little bit uncommon. And right. so therefore the lessons that I've learned are also uncommon. So right. I, if I can share those mm. and you know, somebody can stand on my shoulders and get further faster then isn't that the point of life? Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. We were saying this earlier. So I like the reason why I started this is it's a little bit of therapy as well. You know, you're, you're sharing and connecting yeah. with people you'd never connect with before because they're all in different parts of the world. And it's, it's like just having that, you know, invoking sort of that conversation, which we're all sort of, sh sort of scared or shy of, of uh, entering. I think what, in, in terms of off the back of what James just said, where do you think we're heading then? If, if it's like, two, things are moving so quick. Everyone says five years, 10 years, and it always happens so much quicker. You know, one year, two year, three year, where, where are we heading? Are we going to keep sort of exploding through this conversation through social media? Is the world going to go a bit crazier to get better or is it is it going to calm down? Where do you think we're heading in, hmm. in the next couple of years? That's interesting. Well, I think that... and. I haven't lived in Europe, but I've been here for a few months now. I feel that 
we kind of watch the pendulum swing. So, you know, people used to say stuff. Sometimes if you watch a movie from the 80s or 90s, you're like, oh, shit, when they make jokes on there, like, that would never be okay now. Never fly. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just pendulum swing, right? And so now we've swung so far to where it's like, oh, my God, don't offend anybody. And and then now there's people like me that are like, look, I'm just going to fucking say the truth, my truth. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like it's kind of coming back. And, And that has to happen. In order to make corrections, usually you have to overshoot shoot hmm. and then you know you bring it in and that's so, so true it's like where yeah. you know if you take some of the biggest podcasters they used to call it the intellectual dark web like the joe rogans and yeah. these guys that were seen as sort of fringe before and mainstream media would always speak negatively about them and still yeah. do they're, st- they're starting to get a bit of light now and yeah. the people that were really outspoken are sort of being the, the truth's coming through now and things yeah. are coming back I've de- i'm definitely seeing that like it went to an extreme mm-hmm. like you couldn't say anything comedians had to stop being funny oh and staying yeah, certain things, and now. Like, do you really want to live in that world where a comedian can't even be funny? But who? But, but who? What? What's surprising is who does right? Because no. we're. I, I don't right. How did the pendulum get so far? Yeah. And so many voices. Uh, that, you know, because I don't know those people. I don't know those people who said. Well, I don't want to get into this one, but yep, I need to get. You know, everyone's Twitter profile like six months ago said, double boosted, triple vaxxed, You know, all mm-hmm. this sort of thing, and that's just disappeared, right? Yeah. So. I don't know the people that were putting that on their Twitter profile. So, you know, who are all these people that have, uh, have said all of these things that are so far, and now the pendulum's coming the way that we would say, yeah. which is like speaking our own truth? I think it's a... Vi- the interesting part to me is I think it's a very small percentage to make that swing. So mm, okay. it's a very small percentage of people, and this is just my opinion, that were so outspoken and so offended by so many things that yeah. literally this small percentage of people shut masses up. Right. And so, yes, that sucks. So it's not a 50-50 thing. But okay. then also, it only takes a small percentage of people, yeah. like me, yeah. who are like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm not going to say rude things to you, and I'm not going to attack you, but I'm yeah. also going to speak my truth. Yeah. That will bring that pendulum back. That's amazing because the maths behind that, like I know a lot of actors, for example, right? And they all, behind closed doors, when I'm chatting to them, had exactly the same thought about being forced to stay at home, you know, Mm -hmm. or being forced to whatever. But they none of them posted it because they all knew it would negatively impact their... So in my mind, I actually blame normal people that agree with what you're saying who don't stand up and say something because yeah. we're the problem right if we and that's really why we started the podcast because we want to speak our truth and say what we think yeah and and you need people that will do that yeah, yeah. More or more else people. you're you're just a sheep so, so that's really interesting so it's a small percentage I really think has it brought that big percentage and then the, the then luckily it's coming back so we're coming out of this craziness yeah. coming back into normality because small people like you and I will do it yeah. we're yeah. not worried about doing it yeah. well but the great thing is there as well you didn't you didn't mention it's a man or woman it's humans as well it's because yeah. you know they, there'll be a drive for the female side there'll be a drive for the male side there'll be a drive for the middle there'll be all these different elements and it's like you said it's it's everyone yeah yeah it's like jordan peterson that everyone tried to shut him up right yeah. he's the, you know he's the canadian prime minister uh, justin trudeau just recently contacted him and said look you've got to stop we need to give you social media training <laughs> social media training <laughs> yeah, to jordan peterson right <laughs> yeah. so you know he, and, and a lot of uh, you know he's been given a lot of hard time for a lot of stuff what he said but slowly he's you know they tried to shut him up yeah. They tried to shut these voices up, but they weren't able to. Yeah. Scary thought to think if they could have closed the, your voice, if they could have got yeah. Joe Drew Pearson. Luckily, all the voices are coming back. So that's why I'm really... Are they trying to take his speech. license now, though, for, for, for lecturing? I think they're yeah. trying to do they something. They suspended him, yeah. I think, for like six days or something. I mean, I remember Piers, Piers Morgan saying to him, like, you know, a couple of years ago, you were thrown around the internet with all this craziness, and now you're, you've just come back from Cristiano Ronaldo's house to give him therapy advice from the biggest 
you know sporting football player in the world it's like yeah. what what happened and, and it's because he spoke the truth and yeah. he's right. so, i mean incredibly smart people don't <laughs> i don't think most people really want to be lied to so it's yeah. just like just give it to me they want to believe yeah. the the trend the news the, the i, I the think media. there's yeah i think but i feel that most people actually connect and relate to yeah. authenticity. Yeah, Definitely. exactly. So you can say all these, you know, wonderful facts and all this shit, but if you don't truly believe it, yeah, then nobody's really believing. Exactly. It. Yeah. So it's just like sales. If you don't believe in the product you're selling, I don't, I don't care how many bells and whistles it has. People feel that it's not authentic. Exactly. I, and I don't know if you agree with this, but I have this theory that, and I was looking at this from a film acting media perspective, and I was thinking, well, wait there, we're in a very different world now. This, the way that even speaking to my mum, my mum will just follow the news and believe what whatever the news says. And that that radio station news report, that's a structured way of broadcasting for so many years. They'll go online and they're ready, welcome to the news. Mm-hmm. Now, all these podcasts and these people like ourselves, like like yourself and Jordan Peterson, they're breaking that mold mm-hmm. of like traditional, you know, um, uh, like radio station or reporting news mainstream, like, main, yeah. mainstream yeah. reporting like someone else someone can come out tomorrow and say this is like bullshit and these are the reasons why unfiltered exactly and I think that's really interesting how we're in a time where you know it's almost I almost link it to like when radio was massive and then TV took over it's like well now it's like all this freedom of being able to set up podcasts and speak about mental health you know I said to you you know just now that you know mental health and therapy here was just untalked about for so long and it's like, oh, you're taking therapy? Are you, is this thing wrong? It's like, well, no. Now it's like, well, if you're not taking therapy, you know. You're in <laughs> denial. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's really interesting to look at it and, and, and see those things break out. And social media has a big impact in that as well. So it's, um, that's what I think. Anyway, I think there's, there's going to be a change because of the way that we're viewing things and the way that we're consuming media and information that we want to we're interested in yeah I well th- i think thinking with mainstream media is like your parents my our parents they're very i think they're really good people mm-hmm. and they're trustworthy and they're interesting so they'll watch something and they'll sort of believe it mm-hmm. and you know my mum, you know lovely person she she will believe a lot of you know what comes through yeah it's like yeah. going to the doctor and believing what they say exactly like, the nah, same thing man, you have exactly to be the same thing <laughs> and as a scientist or as a questioner you, you read this stuff. And when all this came out, I just wanted to question it for myself. Yeah. And luckily, the information is available online. I mean, imagine you lived in a, com- in a country where they stop internet access to certain websites. I mean, I've been I'm just recently in Cuba, fully communist country. I was there like a month ago. Like, you can't get internet hardly anywhere, you know. So And they cut off a lot of the websites. So, you know, having that mainstream media kind of... That's his excuse for not messaging me when he was there. So. Well, he's, he's right. Like when I was there in 2018, they like they congregate in the parks and stuff, and they have little cards for really? the Wi-Fi. And yeah, yeah, they sell you the very yeah, it's, weird. Is it really, still like that? Yeah, yeah it's I fully mean, communist. The government take 90 wow. to 99 percent of uh, everything. I, I was there about 10 years ago, and the only thing that was crazy for me to, was seeing all the 1950 cars, yeah, yeah. and I thought, wow, okay. But they're there for a reason. They're right. there because you're not allowed to bring in new cars. Yeah, since from America, Castro, yeah. For, yeah. since um, Che Guevara. Yeah. yeah, since I think. But 63. you can take out cigars, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My husband yeah. maxed out on that. Yeah. Yeah. like a hundred for you can take a hundred and I can take a hundred so we're getting two hundred of the cigars yeah. I like. I'm like but isn't okay. the isn't the political relationship between Cuba and the US now okay? No, or, it's bad. No? If you've no. got no. a American passport, yeah. you can't go to Cuba. Uh, yeah. But it's, the only you know, way we could go was like educational. Right. And okay. I, I think that was when Trump was in. So I don't know right. if it's changed now. But. Right. No. You, yeah. So if you've got an American passport, generally speaking, you can't go in. You, it's really hard to get in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't have an American passport. But um, but yeah, at one p.m., about ninety percent of Cubans get rations. So it's like pretty, it's wow. pretty, pretty poor. It's really poor. 
like really yeah. poor com yeah. compared to most other third world countries I've been to. But yeah, with, with the mainstream side of things, I think I, I heard about 10 years ago, a lot of them changed their sort of sector status from news channels to entertainment channels. So they don't have to be as truthful as they oh, were. Oh, really? Mm. And there's been, there's been studies done to show they actually use a lot of clickbait. So it's true, whether you like it or not, that they like to show polarisation. And with a lot of things we've seen, these big things, whether it's COVID or you know, Black Lives Matter, whatever it is, there's a lot of polarisation that's caused between these platforms. And I'm starting to see, like, online, coming back to us a bit, little bit more, is there's a lot of stuff. If I'm a guy on my TikTok, on my Instagram, I'm getting a lot of, obviously, because I'm looking at it and the other rhythm's good, I'm getting a lot of sort of male-orientated fed stuff about relationships. And I'm sure as a woman, you'll get... And I'm wondering if they're trying to cause, like, a polarisation, because it's the last people to go for, isn't it, the... The, the genders. Okay. Have you seen that a little so bit? So you think that they're egging on this gender war? I do. I do. I, I do. From a perspective okay. of like... That is interesting. Yeah, that is very interesting. From, from, from one perspective of like of like gender inequality, right, mm -hmm. and, and everything that's happened there, pay gaps and all this sort of thing. But from another perspective, even a, in a deeper psychological way, like everything that comes into my feed, I <laughs> don't know if I'm letting on too much information here, <laughs> it's actually a lot of it's half it's women, half it's men, but they're talking about men and women and it's normally sort of helping the guy mm -hmm. and I'm sure that if it was a girl it would be helping the guy and it's slightly tipping it in favour of ma a man in terms of okay Wait there, if it's the man is helping the man if it's the woman is helping the woman yes yeah, so to me mean? I'm oh. just guessing what a woman okay. would get right. but for me my feeds are I've got a lot of really good psychotherapists psychoanalysts and it would say you know out of a relationship why does the man have to put in more like real basic but it seems to be edging towards bringing a bit of polarization between men and women. That's sort of what I'm seeing a little bit. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But that, like you said, it's all about clickbait. Exactly. So it's what's going to make people yeah, want why? to watch. Well, I mean, we've basically changed the platform, but we haven't changed the method. So with TV, it was how many people are watching so we can sell commercials. Now, yeah. I mean, they're just figuring it out now. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah. well, how do we make money on social media and how do That's we true. compensate for what we've lost? You know, TV, yeah. radio, all of that. It's, just, it's all about the money. It always yeah. is. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think it's good to be aware of, though, right? Because yeah. we could soon find ourselves in another thing where, you know, men go so far one way and women go so far the other way. Um, but, yeah, to, br to bring us back to uh, what we were chatting about before, we were saying, like, men's... Or you were saying that sort of men's cycles is a 24-hour cycle. Yeah. So our, emotional let our emotions based on our kind of hormones are pretty much 24 hours. So mornings, we've pretty much got the similar type of feeling, evenings. And I, I can definitely see that. I can definitely yeah. agree with that. Right, um, so wait there, break that down. What does that mean? So we, we go through a certain amount of hormones and different emotions and feelings within 24 hours is that is that well, correct of course you do but right. what he I, what i believe he's saying is that you know the hormones that are produced in your body are the same every 24 hours so right, okay. cortisol etc okay. all of those things they're produced at certain times they're released at certain times so that you live a pretty normal life and it's every day is the same for okay you. right so of course if you're sick there's like a little bit of fluctuation i mean when my husband gets sick i'm like oh you're creaky you need a little bit more attention but that's about it <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it if i do just you speak to him in that voice as well. <laughs> <laughs> he would be like, it's cute. <laughs> no, but I, sometimes I like do weird things, but uh, I was like, oh, I think that's how you know that you really love somebody and you're comfortable with them is when girls start making those silly voices. I told you. Then you know they're super. Have you ever been there with them? No, 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 no. He's like, no, no, no. I never if, made it. I'll, I'll be baby voice the yes. whole time, and and they're like, what, what are you <laughs> doing? And, and I've said to him and like friends of mine, have you never had baby voice yeah, with a woman? You never and they're like. It. No, oh, well, they just never got. And I'm that like, you've just never been close enough. No, yeah, yeah, no, because I was. I'm like, no. Yes, I was sitting with a girl that I met. Uh, I just met her 
yesterday or the day before anyway we were we had just met and she was talking about her fiance and then she did this cute little like <laughs> and i was like oh my god she loves him because like that's the kind of shit i would do about charles and yeah. i was like wait this is all women because i'm immediately i start thinking about my girlfriends yeah. and i'm like yeah okay that's a sign mine's, that's how you it, know mine, the chick, mine's like, gone really like extreme yeah like like, like with, your, with, your, with your ex you're talking about yeah just yeah. general general yeah. i mean quite a few girlfriends i've always yeah, yeah. we've got close oh enough you to always get like, there no, no, I heard no. you slide that. I mean, I Do always I get. Always there with get... Them. <laughs> I mean, I that is the point. I don't always get there. I've got there a lot. Yeah. Give me, is give, that, give, is give that me an example of a baby. You've never voice. gotten a girl no, to. No, you've I'm never a... gotten a girl to. Be I know. Like... I thought you meant the guy. The guy. Both. Uh, yeah, both. Will my husband way less? I don't know. Okay, can I have an example, please, uh... of like how you greet him in your baby voice? Should we do a little? Okay, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've just got I can't role play with him. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. There's no idea. I'm not going to be your first man. He's like, I got a girl to do a baby voice for me. Did you pay her? Yes. Okay, you ready? Let's do the baby voice together. Hello, baby. Hi, baby. You look so dressed in the water. You just want to pinch your cheeks. Yeah, like stupid shit like that, man. Okay, roast Did I do that with Elena? Fucking retarded. He. He's You're always he, he always he's always baby, but it's like, hey baby, and hey that's babe. it. Hey baby, mm. hey baby, you say baby, hey baby, or you yeah. say babe? baby. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to be called baby. Yeah, it's I, I like when, when he says, "I'm like, I've not, I've I not get, done I baby. That, I get that. Babe. Yeah, yeah, you're not a baby. Yeah, I've I not done that. baby before, but yeah, <laughs> that was great. You two. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're so cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm it's, terrible. It's worse than that. Like family have heard me and like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. It comes out naturally, though. It's like, wow, this is weird. There's also, like, yeah, you see a really cute kid, you want to pinch their cheeks for uh, some reason. There's a name for it. It's like an actual documented thing where, like, you, it, things are so cute, you want to be aggressive. I'm like, that is oh, so yeah. weird. I don't understand it, though. I read about it once, and now I've forgotten the details. But, yeah, that's why. There must be, like, a scientific, some, some sort of scientific yeah. approach to that. Yeah. So I'm creepy. very, like, get very close, very cutesy. I can't say baby voice like I, in that way no but there may be because my ex's English wasn't great that could be a part of it maybe I don't know not making excuses but I've yeah there's a part yeah. of me like not doing it I've got yeah. like screechy high voice like, no <laughs> everyone's mentioned it about him because yeah. him and his ex they would they would go what's they're talking like babies together yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know they never argued either yeah well never argued never no. never had one argument in four years hmm yeah <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> Yeah. 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 Just, it was the, it was the only person I've been with. I've never argued. Yeah, never argued. Crazy. Yeah, that is. All the others have been very different and gone through a set of arguments, but this one was yeah, it was weird. Huh. So I'm still processing. digesting it. Pro- yeah. yeah, processing, processing. It. That's a really uh, really. Do you good feel like she helped you to grow if you never argued? Yeah. Really. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm not really I'm not a big way. arguer anyway. Mm. Like me and him don't argue. I've argued with pretty much every one of my friends over something good, something bad, something work. You just or told this. me you were not a big arguer. Yeah, but, but I'm argue not. With all of them. No, no, but in terms of like, <laughs> you, like I've argued with friends and, and girlfriends over something. Oh, okay. But when, when you go to the extremes where you haven't argued with someone over a long period of time, nah. yeah, it's a bit, and I, 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 oh, so I don't you, know. So you bickered. Yeah. You're, you, you're have, you, there's a delineation for you. So bickering is like, a snap back and forth, whatever, yeah. but an argument is a long period of yeah. time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't do that. That's it's, too much energy waste. But with, with my ex, we just never argued once, ever. Just There was just an understanding. Do you yeah. want to do this? Okay, cool. Do you want to do that? Yeah. And it was just, I don't know. All right, so <laughs> on, on that 24 hour, right? Ba- We're back to it. <laughs> back to it. Yeah, I'll bring us back. Uh, Whoa, I can chat that was a big days. circle. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, that was a big, yeah. <laughs> that was a big yeah, circle. I want to bring it back. You know, we'll leave that lingering. We'll leave the. Uh, <laughs> uh, we can come back to the baby talking later. But no, there was like 
so what we were saying earlier on is that like, the guys typically, like speaking, will feel roughly the same every day. So our cycle is 24 hours. So, you know, when I wake up, I pretty much do always feel the same. Oh, yeah. And I wake up next to my husband, and I'm like, oh, it's still Charles. I wake up to myself, and I'm like, God damn it, who is she today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm inside Who of is me. this imposter? Wow. I know. No, I'm like, which one is she today? The Hulk or, like, someone sweet? So is there yeah. a big difference with, with female cycles? Is that where we're getting? Are you shitting me? No, but I'm, I'm, I want to know what the scientific differences are, or the actual, like, apart from... You know, having period and hormones and everything, but what's that like is the, the huge difference? That's the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only difference. Yeah. No, no, no. It's like so. You guys have your twenty-four hour cycle, and we have a on average twenty-eight day cycle. Right. So the hormones. <laughs> this is my easiest way to explain this. The hormones that you experience in your entire fucking life, like from birth to puberty to death, is what we experience every month. <laughs> right. Okay. So just imagine your entire life compressed into our month, and plus we have to three D print an organ every month. Yeah. So it's it's tiring. Like, yeah, it's just a little bit tiring. Do you know the way I look at it? It's like it's what really fascinates me is just that, like, just the fact that women can create. I mean, that that just there, women can create. Yeah. It just it really tells me in a weird way that maybe this is a bit crazy, but if there's a god, it would be a woman because that's the only person that can create. And it's oh, like that's interesting. it's it's really like. I mean, I think a lot of. Uh, populations have agreed with you not in the most recent thousand okay. years but there have been yeah. many populations that worship women for that really yeah okay yeah i, I can't yeah. give you the names off of but like no. aztecs maybe it was one i don't know that, that whole or research an older older yeah i mean religion. just the whole fascinating thing with the, the fact that you're able to create is just crazy and the, this whole thing morgan freeman said this this quote a couple of years ago he said look if if, if the moon has the power to you know, to, to pull the tides and, and change the ocean, and we're mm-hmm. 80 90% water. He said, Think about how the energy around the world and all this kind of stuff can, can change you on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, I don't know, it's, yeah, it's it's powerful to think of it like that. Yeah, but it pulls the tides because the tides are so big, like the, the, the tide, the water is such a big mass. So when you work out the gravity, it's got to be a big mass. Our masses individually are small. But if you add them up together, the yeah, bottom, but yeah. it's small, even if it's yeah. tiny, tiny amounts, you know, yeah. we're built on what billions and billions of atoms and uh, tiny but it's yeah it's just even just a tiny thing yeah, yeah. maybe so, can okay so if you want if you want like a breakdown of the woman's cycle i can give you like Please. real quickly what, yeah what you men should look out for absolutely so after her period is done uh the first like week week and a half that's when she's like social lubricant that's what i call it. i'm like you're like ky take her out everywhere take her to any business meetings take her to parties right. take her to stuff like that her energy and what she's emitting because of her hormones is super fucking connective so she'll be a ton of fun and you'll have a blast with her everywhere and then as she gets closer to menstruating uh the week before like pms week everybody talks so much shit about women on pms but really what our hormones are enticing us to do and actually guiding us to do is become ultra observant so every single thing that the previous two weeks was no big deal it was all fun and shit because we were trying to get pregnant that's what our bodies are hoping for right Right. to reproduce now we're becoming super analytical and we aren't doing this because we want to be a bitch (laughs) our hormones are telling us to do this so that we analyze our lives and make sure that we're set setting things up correctly right and then when we're on our period our hormone our hormones are completely dropping so everything has dropped our, and the reason that our body does this is so that we take the time to repair right. and regrow, right? Okay. So that, you know, PMS week and period week is the time for us to really withdraw and uh, take care of ourselves and pull everything in. It's not the time to be making big changes, okay. but it's the time to be observing your life and seeing what changes do I need to make. Then after my period, when I'm in that two weeks of like 
totally awesome mood, everything is great, and I have a ton of energy, that's when I should be making those changes that I observed the two weeks before. So it's a very different cycle than you guys. You might observe something that needs to change. You're analytical almost all the time, and then you make those changes throughout the day. It's like, okay, well, I, can, I need to change this, I need to change that. But if we make a ton of big changes when we're in that you know, PMS week or the week of our period, it's so depleting to us and we're already depleted. Right, okay. So we need to be pulling within. But the other two weeks, we're pushing out. So, and we push out usually much further than men, right? Okay. We're way more connective. And yeah. you can see that if yeah. you dated a girl and yeah. like she walks into the party and everybody's like, oh my God, Sally's here. And they forgot that you were even with Sally, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> but those two weeks were super connective. Where, where does the stereotype, and it, it, maybe it's not true, where does the stereotype come from then where, you know, if, 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 if a woman's like crying or anxious or ratty, they, you know, the stereotype is, oh, well, she's on a period or she must be, yeah. you know, where, where does that, where, where does that, does that fit into the cycle? Well, I think that what they're observing is she is probably PMSing or she is, she could also be on her period and she's overextended herself. Right. So the way that the world is set up is not set up to accommodate our cycles. It's okay. set up to accommodate men. And it's not, it's not ah. anything against you guys. But I mean, think about it. You listen to any any uh, nutritionist, or not any, there are some that understand women's cycles, but it's like, okay, wake up, do your meditation, go to the gym, eat these same things every day. And it's like, no, 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 that works for a man. You guys can literally eat the same thing every day, figure out your macros, and you'll be fucking fine. You'll do great. Right. My husband's 41 and he's shredded and he doesn't take testosterone. He just takes care of himself and he's very regimented. But if I, which I have tried, because I, I am very good at taking in data and applying to myself and following it to a T. But if I do that same thing, I ruin myself. Because okay. as a woman, before my period, I actually need more calories than I would normally intake to maintain. So I used to be like, it's all in your head, Alicia. This is in your head. You're not hungry. And it, this is a mind over matter thing. And I was just like, oh, I'm weak compared to him. He can control his cravings and I can't. That is not the case. Your body is fucking asking you to feed it because it's starving. It's trying to create an organ and you won't feed it. So because uh, we've been told that we should be like y'all, but really we should be like us. Yeah. So it's, 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 I wouldn't say that men created this to like hurt us. They just didn't understand us. And most doctors were men. So the people prescribing what we should be doing didn't have a body like us. Yeah, right? it, it's it's such a lack of understanding. I think. Yeah, it's yeah. lack of understanding, and then it's. I even see it on podcasts where I talk about this. Fucking trainers, you know, that's not true. There's nothing different when women are on their cycle. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You have a dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the fact that you can't pick up a book and read the science that's out there now and understand that we are completely different is just like, oh God, at least the, the science is there now. You mentioned so. that book. What was it called? The, in the Flow. In the Flow, yeah. Best book ever. Yeah. It's kind of dry. Okay. Like, uh, you know, but it's great facts. And I would recommend it to any man that deals with women. So if you live on this planet, read the book. Because yeah. you've got a mother, a sister, a right. daughter, you know, yeah. someone. And if you can understand her cycle, you will get so much further with them. Because you understand like, oh, <laughs> this is when I need to come to her kindly. And I don't need to be trying to force her to make big changes right now. I need to be understanding that it's processing time. But I know next week she will hammer it. Right. So I can set her up for success this way. That's, that's amazing. So, so what a great tool to know for a guy to know that. Like, I mean, that I mean, solves so many problems. You don't have to be so confused. It's yeah. like I was watching my <laughs> husband before I understood myself. And I'm like, this, I feel 
that it's frustrating for me and I live inside of me. You poor guys. Yeah. Dear God, the poor man, I know he loves me and I'm biting his head off. And yeah. it's just like, I can't even tell you why I'm biting his head off. This isn't yeah. right. But what's, what's so weird from like, from me is like, you know, with say with ex-girlfriends, I've got so frustrated and I'm like, oh my God, she's crazy. Or yeah. she loves to argue. And when I hear this, I feel a bit bad because yeah. I've like responded like in a really analytical way when she's been really emotional. Yes. And you know, you end the relationship or whatever and you're like, oh man, but like if I knew this, yeah. Yes, you like, can change the whole... It's not manipulation. No, 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 no. It's just husband, reading because you're not changing well, anything. You're just well, reading no, no, it. no. My husband adjusts the way that he communicates with me. <laughs> and it's not manipulation from him. Like, he'll literally send me a text and he'll be like, are you crank? Because <laughs> it's like PMS week. And it's funny to me. I'm like, that's cute. He's joking with mm. me, but yeah. reminding yeah, yeah, me yeah, yeah. that like, hey, be easy on yourself, cranky. You're you're okay. going through this in your cycle right now. And I'm like, yeah. God damn, he even, like, so, he can see it. So if this is like understanding women 2.0, like my basic understanding of understanding women like 1.0 was... Um, I couldn't understand why I was always like in an argumentative state when I'm not argumentative. Like I say, we've probably never argued, right, in many years. Um, and I, my friend said, read this book called The Way of the Superior Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you, yeah. I haven't read it, but I've heard it's a good book. So like to really summarize it really quickly, it says like men are basically thinking analytically, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm a programmer, so I'm very analytical. So I'm yeah. like, no, plus one is one. Da, 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 right, really one like, plus one is always two. <laughs> always, yeah, yeah. And it said that your girlfriend or wife, what your spouse, she is, uh, when she's arguing, she's emotional, right? Because whatever is happening is, is hurting her. Didn't mention anything about cycles, actually. But it said like she... It's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah. But it helped me. And it said, look, when you're, when you're having this argument, instead of trying to be analytical and win with words, which never worked... Um, like put on some nice music or be jokey and or give her a cuddle and say I care and I love you and yeah. that's it. Now I tried that and it worked wonders. Yeah. But we never could get to the the problem because we'd, there'd never be a point where we could talk about it because she'd get emotional and then just have to. That's cuddle. what I was just gonna say. Well, the, the, as soon as you said it, I knew it. I'm like, that's not true. Women do think analytically, but when they're PMSing or they're on their period, yeah. their emotions are so much more raw. Yeah. And it's much harder because of where we are hormonally we can't control this it's like okay hormonally when you tell me when you critique me when i'm pmsing it hurts like fuck (laughs) it's like your words hurt so much more right now so i need you to be a little bit more tender however if this is an important conversation and we need to be on one plus one equals two just wait till my period's over god damn it pull out your notes make a note and be like we're going to talk about this later you know have you made it you have used that what's the best app i know there's apps for like knowing when you can get pregnant and not, oh no! Is there an app to know, or do you just speak and say like, well, everyone knows when they're hopefully when their girlfriends are uh, on their periods. So no, I was on a podcast with a dude a few months ago, a big like big name, and he told me he didn't know when his wife had been with her like ten years and never knew when she was on her period. And I was like, no, wow, really? how could they can't be? Sleeping. I'm like, y'all must not have sex. A lot, they're not but sleeping okay. together then, right? I don't know. I was That's like, crazy. are you shitting me? That how do you weird. not know she's on her period? My husband knows like the day that I start PMS. Yeah, but I put in the calendar too. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's I don't. I don't always know the lead up in days, but mm-hmm. I always know. The that. funny thing is, if you are with someone long enough. Or if the girl has observed herself enough, I know, I call it day 10. I'm going to cry for no fucking reason. Okay. And I'm just like, today's day 10. It's going to happen. Yeah. And so now, I've, I mean, I've been tracking this for years. And it's really cool to see the intricacies. And then I know when I'm like, okay, I have this big project coming up. I'm going to schedule it for right after my period. And I'm going to slay the fuck out of it. <laughs> like, a man might be able to hit 50% of what I'm able to produce those two weeks. Right. And Charles will just be like, I mean, he's a high producer, but he's like, Dear God, I don't understand how you do this. And I'm like, well, you know, the other two weeks I'm going to be a lower 
production rate than you. Yeah. So it evens out. You just have to respect that cycle. Sh- My love language is physical touch. Yeah. So there have been times when, you know, I'm PMSing and of course everything wrong in the world is definitely Charles fault. I'm like, you have a dick, so it's your fault. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. That is not true. But there have been times where like, I'm ready to kill him and he will come and hug me and I'm like, don't fucking come near me but he's just like babe and then he'll just hug me and i'm like oh shit i felt all of my hormones drop wow like and i'm like i'm sorry right Right. and it's just i'm telling you the word that i used was raw our emotions are raw yeah and so if you can understand that then we're not or I'm not as a woman asking you to compensate for me. I'm not saying that I should get away with murder because I'm PMSing, but I am saying if you can understand that it's mm. much harder for me right now yeah. and I'm doing things that you can't comprehend, your yeah. body can't even comprehend what I'm doing. Mm. So if you could cut me enough slack to yeah. either I shut the fuck up yeah. <laughs> or B say something nice, yeah. then we're going to get along much better. Yeah. And it's just know? observing because it is the tiny things. Like I might say something that I probably know I shouldn't say, but I yeah. just say it because I'm like, like the first a bit two judgy weeks, yeah. or whatever, you know what I mean? And the first two weeks of the month, you might get away with it. She yeah. might even laugh. Yeah. But, but then, then the you other don't two say weeks. it in those other two weeks. Right. Yeah. Touch, and you hold it for the other two weeks. That touch thing is really important. Even just like, I'm relating it to if you're really stressed yeah. and you go and have a massage, if someone's touching you. It feels so good. And they draw your energy. Yeah. So a, a hug and a yeah. touch or whatever, or, you know, just, yeah. And even saying like, babe, I, I know that I can't relate to what you're going yeah. through and what you're doing, but I appreciate who you are. Yeah. You, as a different person, bring so much to my life. Yeah. And if there's something that I can do to help you during yeah, this week, then... And the thing... I know with relationships, it's always easy to be like, be the bigger person. It takes someone to be the bigger person. Mm-hmm. And if your hormones are the same every fucking day and you really do love the woman that you're with, then why can't you be the bigger person? Exactly. Yeah. 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 You're the yeah. man. Yeah, you're supposed a very good to point. guide yeah. and lead and you're the one with the stability. God blessed you with that. We don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like we're trying to manage in a world that isn't is isn't built for us and doesn't accommodate us. Yeah. I don't yeah. You know, uh, even as a boss, I'm sometimes I'm sad because I can't be like, oh, I can accommodate these women's cycles and get so much more for them. Yeah. I try the best that I can, but in the world that we operate in, it's 24 hours a day. Everything yeah. is set this way. Yeah. And so we have to realize that like, hey, we can make slight adjustments, right? And if mm. you're as a man willing to do that, you'll get so much further. That's so true. So. I wouldn't oh, say yeah. it's easy because I'm not saying we're easy. And on, like, I, I mean, my my, I think my perception of relationships is a bit skewed because you never baby voice it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what I've we're gonna get a call from him like at some point in our life, and he's gonna go, he's gonna go. Yeah. I did the baby <laughs> voice. <laughs> oh, she did it to me. <laughs> she did it to me. But like, what I've noticed is, um, I see a lot of traits in like what I'd say like normal relationships. Like my sister and her, her boyfriend, there there won't be an hour where they do not send each other a message. Wow. Is that would no, you? That, no. Is that dangerous? For, I don't know. For if it works for them, for me, that I would, I would be so fucking annoyed. How long <laughs> would you go like without a message? Like, what's the longest you could go without like keeping in contact? Well, I mean, Charles and I are—we have a, from my point of view, a good relationship, and we're very like we're trusting. We have our parameters that we've agreed to, and I mean, he just knows the end. The end all for me is trust. If I don't have trust in you, I have nothing with you. Yeah. So get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it can almost go as long as it needs to yeah. because you trust them. Yeah. 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 I mean, there Sorry. there have been times like even this trip where I'm busy and maybe it's over, <sighs> probably not over 24 hours. Mm. But um, I, I hate talking on the phone. Like right. I fucking hate it. Yeah. And so we just text. So it's really easy to text. It's like, hey, babe, just want to tell you I love you or mm. whatever. But we text about business a lot as well. Yeah. But we're pretty. 
secure in what we have. Yeah. Um, in what we have, but also in who we are. Yeah. Because what I'm very aware that what we have can disappear immediately. Mm. I've had it happen to me. So, you know, you wake up one day and everything that you thought you had is mm. flushed down the toilet and you had no clue. So yeah. I'm not in denial that, yeah, he could cheat on me. Some dude left a message on my Instagram. You should never tell, never tell how good your man is in bed or how much money he makes or blah, 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 because there's these bitches out there. They're going <laughs> to steal him from you. And I was like, if they can steal him from me, then I guess he's not the man that I thought he was. So yeah. go, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I'm not about controlling someone. I don't have to own someone. Yeah. That's the, definitely so, the healthiest way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it is or it is. I'm sure we'll, if we post this, I'll get plenty of marriage recommendations. Yes. I'm just like, okay. So what, um, I, I want to ask you, what, uh, what messes you up? Like, if, if you don't mind me saying, you know, yeah. you're, you're very beautiful, you're, you're successful, you, you seem like you've got your shit together, you're really smart. What, what, if you were to say what your flaws were or what messes you up, apart from the cycle, because that's, that's one thing to deal with. That's not a flaw. <laughs> not a flaw. <laughs> like, that's but, a flaw and that doesn't mess but, me up. But in terms of like, you know, things that you can't control or things that you... Things that bother me? Yeah. Because hmm. like um, anyone watching would go, right, well, she's got everything together. She's, you oh, know. Oh, no, I don't have everything together. No, um, but people yeah. will think that. I, I have control issues. Right. <laughs> like, don't try to control me. The second somebody puts a parameter, I'm like, ah, I'm going to do the opposite. <laughs> like, so that is something, if you're going to be in a relationship, you have to learn to control okay. that. <laughs> because, I mean, just even for instance now, it's a good example. Like, I'm in Europe, and I'm loving it, and I want to move here. And my husband's like, bring your ass back home. What the fuck yeah. do I have a wife for? Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, it's figuring out that, if you love someone from my point of view, then you have to be open to hearing everything they have to say, whether right. or not you like it or whether or not it's what you want at that moment. Mm. So I think control is a big one for me. So let's say you're sitting on social media all day and just looking at crap. We've said this before. If, if you're if you're using the internet for the right ways and you're learning and educating yourself and, and you're on social media looking you know, at your content or speaking about psychology or mental health, you're learning something. And I think that... Uh, you know, patience and, and, and I, have, I have similar things with, with, with certain things like, you know, just wanting something now and needing to be done. I think if you apply that to the right method, it can be a good thing mm -hmm. if, if it can. And if, you, if you've applied that to business, yeah, it's understandable. It's just how it affects other people as well. Yeah, but that's... But I think uh, I play devil's advocate with what you're saying. Like, is there anything that is wrong? Because we can, for instance, you're using social media and the scrolling as, a, mm. as an example, but... We can say, oh, that's fucking with attention spans and it's not good for you and only if you're watching good things is it healthy. But then again, we could also say, you know what? People used to sit and storytell all the time. They were doing the same thing. Yeah. Storytelling. Same and thing. so even if you are just scrolling on the internet, if that's what your body needs for you to calm down, if that's your down, yeah. who am I to judge you? Yeah. I don't know. And we have to be so cognizant, especially of the younger generation, that we aren't raised the same. So we don't understand what they're going through. Like I watch my kids and it's just really interesting to me to see that if I don't judge them and I don't put my ideals and thoughts on them, but I give them the opportunity to learn my value system and then see how they apply, it's shocking. I'm like, you guys are fucking awesome. Mm. And there's, I don't really have to teach you and show you and force you. And no, I, I taught you values as a young child. Those were easy to teach. 
And then now I just observe and watch, and it's giving me such a closer relationship to and them. And they're flipping around showing you things as well, which is great. So much. Yeah. They teach me so much, and I'm just like, I think that we sometimes as humans have a hard time understanding that we might not understand why people do what they do, but that doesn't make them wrong. Right, yeah. I've got so many questions for you based on everything you've been saying. I'm, <laughs> to them I'm sorry, you're so patient. See, he's so patient. No, that, I would have been like, <laughs> I got so many. I got so, but then I was hoping it would come round to like. I wanted to give you some advice because you don't want children. I'm like 50 oh, 50. My advice is if you don't want them, do not have them. Okay. That is the biggest fucking mistake people make. I'm yeah. Just like, but I find every I find every woman that I meet, mm-hmm. when if let's say when they're 30, they pretty much, I'd say 99% of them have wanted children. And, I, you know, I, I'm not, obviously, you've got to look after yourself, but I also want, you know, the person I'm with to be happy as well. So how do you, like, how do well, you... Wait, what, if, what if someone close to me, like, if I say, okay, he doesn't want children, but if he has children, it'll make him happier. Oh, well, if you, I mean, it's uh. going to make you the happiest <laughs> you've ever been and the saddest you've ever been, so you're going to get both extremes from kids. Right, yeah. Uh, but I feel like if you should always stick to what you want. Can they, will yeah. they make you happier? Uh, yeah, in most cases, I think that there are times that they will make you happier, but I said I didn't want kids. Okay. And then I had them because my ex decided he wanted them. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. How many jobs do you have? Two? Two. Two, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love my kids. They're fucking amazing. Yeah. But. but. <laughs> 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 Look, he's looking for this. So. Yeah, put that caveat in there. Yeah. We all take it back. We but. always ask a man. Hold on. It's really nice yeah, to ask a woman. Yeah. But let me tell you. The person that you have those kids with, you will be stuck with them until you die. I like that though. So, do you like that? I just want to be with one person. I like the old romantic thing of like one person for it. I've not managed it yet, but he, I'll, he's I'll yeah. like I, I'm I, this whole thing of like look, maybe I'm really unrealistic, but you know everyone's like maybe you've never had a psycho in your life, but okay. I have had many psychos. Yeah. You want to be stuck with them for the rest of your life? That's what I'm telling you. If you have a kid, but with maybe someone, they were just on the wrong part of their cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Well, for me, he was a man, <laughs> so if he wasn't on the wrong part of his he's, cycle. He's like, <laughs> you know, he's he's re- he's really nice and good. When he's like, if he's single and he's like, he, if he's single and he's talking to one girl, it'd just be talking, even if he's not with them. Yeah. Even if he's never seen them. I'm like, James, you know, you can talk to a couple of girls if you want. Yeah. Or if you want. And he's like, no. Why? I think I just, I, I just I focus on this girl and focus that's it. on one person, one girl. Um, or woman. Um, I like how he says girl. I know. Girl. Yeah, girl or woman. Are you, where are you from? From here, from You're London. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I really like what, like, to focus my attention. I remember I rang my mum, I was seeing this girl. She said, oh no, nothing had happened. We've been to the I cinema. love it the way he does that as well. Uh, he calls his mum. And my yeah. mum goes, uh, mom. yeah. yeah, my mum goes, just James, don't, don't get with anyone. Don't sleep with anyone. Don't do anything because if she finds out, you know, while you're seeing her, you look like a bit, whatever. So I do, so I stick to like just one person. And obviously that's when I get a bit, you know. So you just took your mom's input only on this? Uh, no, I'll tell you, it's just my, that is really <laughs> what I feel good doing. Do you know what I mean? Not, Matt can, can I say it or not? Well, no, yeah. But Juggle I, I, a couple. Yeah, of course of I can. People, of yeah. But I, I, so did I when I was single. Yeah. Like, I, I, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, be honest about it. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But like. Uh, but I, I quite, I, know, I, but I, I kind of admire him for that in a way. But at the same time, that's why so, so the, two, the two things are <laughs> one. It's such a slow process. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah, slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of but there's, Holy there's, shit. there's like one. I want to just be one person for because I want to share everything. I don't want to keep on. Do you tell these women this? Do they know you're only talking to them? Um, yeah, and they kind of insist it at the time. So I think I meet 
people that we like latch on together. See, no, my thought. I on know, that, I know. I won't go into it because you're, there's a lot to unravel, probably. Yes, lots, but, lots unravel. but so my I'm question. So he's going to book you after this. Is yeah, it's yeah. really, it's really fascinating if, no, you, if you tap into it. But my question, I guess, that would help other people as well, because I don't want to make it about me specifically. But the thing that would is like, if you're a guy and you don't want kids, yeah. but most of the women you meet that are, you know, when they, I found early thirties want kids. Would your advice be to not have kids and to stick with that? Well, I think it would. From my point of view, if I was in your shoes, I would definitely like do a deep dive into why do I not want kids? Yeah. Like, I mean, write that shit out. A yeah. thinking time I session have, on this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if the yeah. reasons that you do not want kids, it's they're conclusive. Like, I'm not having them. Yeah. Is that where you are? Yeah, I think that the downsides for me as a like a worrier would be too much worrying about them all the time. I worry enough, of, and again, this is something else I need to work on. But I worry quite a lot about my girlfriend, as you've seen, and um, and I don't want to be, you know, I know it would make my life a lot worse to have kids. Yeah, but wait, the there. worry, the time, everything else. Okay, but I mean, they're a huge investment. I think yeah. people. It's so funny to me when I hear hear people say like to people that don't have have kids or want kids, you're selfish, and I'm like. <laughs> What? Yeah. No, you're selfish. Yeah, exactly. You're selfish for yeah. bringing someone into the world for your own fucking pleasure. They yeah. didn't have a choice. Yeah. And then yeah. you're even doubly selfish when parents say shit like, "I hope someday they understand the sacrifices I made for them." But <laughs> <laughs> like, you made the sacrifices so for yourself. So they true. didn't want to be. So here. true. All the so people I know that are really, uh, I like that they're kind of selfish and they want another one of them. So it's an <laughs> ego thing as well. Yeah. Yes, and I'm and like, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, no. yeah. this is the but weird thing. I know I will be like, and I obviously you don't know for You'd a certain You'd probably be a, a great dad. Yeah. I mean, not to be whatever, but if I was 43, I wouldn't be having kids. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I, for my own personal reasons. And I'm such a weird case too, because of the, like the way my uh, child rearing scenario has gone. But for me, I'm 37 years old. My son is going to be 15 this year and my daughter 13. Oh, wow. And it's so much fucking fun. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, man, I wish you would have had a different dad, but <laughs> you guys are so much fucking fun and I'm still young. Would so you have yeah. more? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. That's great. They're like mates now. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. They're, so good. they're yeah. smart as shit. They're fun. They yeah. want to go do things and I'm yeah. young enough. I can go do yeah. all of it. Yeah. Them. Come to Paris with yeah. me. You oh, can say, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, we were here for 40 days this past summer together. Oh, they were, okay. Yeah. Okay. And it That's was so cool. Such a blast and i mean we did anything and everything we wanted and yeah. it's just like i'm not tired yeah so yeah. i can keep up with them i can do those kinds of things plus like mm. i think because i appear younger yeah like my son talks with me about sex he talks with me about what his friends are doing he talks with me about and it's it's also i think because he feels safe there's no judgment i yeah. don't feel the need to tell him what he needs to do and so yeah. he'll just be open well, he's with very me. lucky to have a mum like you who he can go well, to that with yeah thanks i mean i yeah. had the opposite one that didn't speak with me about things yeah. and then whenever i said anything she's like it's this way it's this way and, and yeah. you know so religious and with my kids i'm like hey look i taught you my core values yeah. You can decide whether or not you want to adopt those, and you are yeah. much closer to an adult than a child. Yeah. So let's talk about you know facts of things that happen if you make these decisions, and then yeah. I'm here to support you and love you. That's amazing. You're gonna fall and make mistakes, but yeah. I'm gonna be here. The okay. interesting we thing on what you said, that, that, just to throw another curveball. So he doesn't want children, mm -hmm. but I, I asked you now if you met the right girl and she wanted children, you'd have children straight away, wouldn't you? No, I don't think so because no? so much has got to well, change. But yeah, okay. and what he's saying is, I mean, I hear what you're saying. Of course, I could like give you all the pros of having them and like yeah. how it might help you grow as a person. Because if you worry so much, like your your kid's gonna fucking break you of that. Yeah. You're either gonna die or you're yeah. gonna adjust. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, 
I think people should stick to their convictions. Yeah, it's almost impossible to write a list of what you want in a, in a partner and find right. everything, right? right? Some of them are okay and some of them you're going to miss off. But do you find like writing a value system down is, is, is a good idea and sticking to that? I've, I've, I remember a therapist I had said, write down everything that you know is okay and that you're happy with in a relationship. Like, okay, you're happy to not say goodnight before bed every night like you two. Is that what you do? You set these values down when you mention yeah. the value system. That's really interesting that you say that. So I think you can do what she's saying. Um, and I think that I that think limits your prospects. But for me, my value system is like integrity, excellence, honesty. Um, those, I have core values for myself as a person. These right. core values don't change. Right. So my desires, my likes, my whatever's, those change frequently. Yeah. Uh, because I am a dynamic person and I like change. Some yeah. people don't like change and so it never changes, right? Yeah. But my core values have been the same since I was a child. I right. don't really understand why I have these core values, but I admire yeah. them in myself. I like them. I'm not changing them. Yeah. So what I was looking for, actually, I wasn't looking to get remarried. Um, that just, we can go on that story if you want, but his core values are the same as mine. Right. So his level of excellence that he requires of right. himself is what I'm talking about. Right. So his level. Okay. Okay. So your value systems are, uh, they align. Um, they align. Okay. Excellence, so mo honesty, morality, truth, yeah. morality, those, yeah. those core values that I have yeah. align with the core values that he has. Right. So whether or not we are on the same page as far as whether we say good morning or good night. So if I'm my dad's Persian. That's a very big deal. Like, that's a respect thing. When you get up in the morning, yeah. you say good morning. Yeah. And when you leave the room, you say good night. Charles yeah. doesn't do that. His family doesn't do that. And okay. when I, at first, I was like, you guys are so rude. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't understand how y'all are so rude together. Like, yeah. so rude to each other. And he was like, it's not rude. It's just what we do. And I'm like, God, okay. Manners, people. <laughs> like, yeah. But I've come to understand that if Charles doesn't tell me good night, yeah. like, he knows it's a thing for me now. Right. So he will say, you know, he will try to do it, but sometimes he misses it. And I don't take offense to it because I'm like, it's not his blueprint. Yeah. He's doing it to try yeah. to accommodate me. Because for me, I just go for specifics. Yeah. Like, yeah that would encompass these right. little ones. Integrity, honesty, excellence, those values yeah. encompass every decision I make. Right. So before I make a decision, I see if they align. Right. And if you make it so complicated, you can't even stick to your own values. This system. is the problem I did. Yeah, I yeah. wrote such a long list down of trying yeah. to stick to this value yeah. system. Yeah, okay. And also, then you cut yourself off from the joy of maybe you don't think you like this. Like, we'll use OnlyFans for an example. Yeah. No, she can't, she can't do OnlyFans. She can't this, she can't that. But if what you really might mean is she can't do OnlyFans if she hasn't spoken with me and we haven't agreed upon what she's doing. Yeah. So it's... Yeah. Yeah. Well, you might be cutting yourself off from cool yeah. experiences That's unknowingly. Spontaneous. Well, great idea. Yeah. And would you say um, you see, it's a personal question, uh, it's a, but would you say you see life as a series of relationships or like just one? Because when I said like one person, you both looked at me like, because it's like, you know, I find that like kind of a little bit depressing. Like you're going to be with this one person, build all these memories and have all this stuff. And then you're going to emotionally together and then you're going to like leave it f and then move on to someone else. I've, but is that a better way, smarter way to look at life, do you think, and relationships? I mean, I think we're all here to learn different lessons. And so we're all going to experience different things. But I saw a video the other day and I was telling him about it. And I thought it was so cool because what it was talking about was the evolution of us as human beings. Right. And the gist of the video was that every seven years we're evolving and changing in dramatic ways. Yeah. So we have an option. We have the option to either A allow 
ourselves to have multiple relationships with different people to accommodate this personal growth, mm-hmm. right? Because I might have a relationship with my high school boyfriend and in seven years we aren't even on the same page, yeah. you know? And so now I'm going to switch to somebody else yeah. and have a new relationship that better matches where I am at that point. Yeah. Or you can stay with the same person yeah. and have multiple relationships with them. Yeah. That's harder yeah. because then you have to evolve and grow together. Yeah. And then every seven years, if that's what it is, you have to figure out, hey, do mm-hmm. our desires and our goals still align? Yeah. Because not only does it take core values matching, which is what we talked about, then the second part to that from my point of view to have a successful relationship is that you guys are going the same place. So Charles and my core values align 100%. We have never had a problem there in 12 years. However, do our goals align? Our goals have aligned for the last 12 years. Now I'm feeling like, ooh, I might want to live in Europe. That could be a huge disalignment, right? Yeah. I don't know if that will be the case, but it doesn't matter if our core values align, if our goals don't align and I want to live in Europe and he doesn't want a wife in Europe, Yeah. right? Yeah. So those to me are the two major things that you have to think about when you're building a relationship. We see all these clips online and they get, you know, a huge amount of traction, a huge amount of views. Everyone's really interested. People agree with what you're saying. You know, how did you get to this, to this point? Uh, well, I graduated high school at 16. Uh, I went to two years of college. I moved out at 16 too. So I've been taking care of myself for a long time. Uh, I went to two years of school. Then I got a job making a hundred plus thousand a year at 18. And I was like, why the fuck would I finish this degree? I'd make less doing the degree. What was I doing? The job? Just business. Oh, the job was sales. Okay. And so I was making a lot of money. Um, I met my ex in high school. Where is this now? Which part of the States? Texas. Texas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, we got married at 18. Right. And then we had our first kid at 22, second at 24. I found out he was cheating on me three weeks before my daughter was born on Mother's Day weekend. He was oh, in another shit. state with another woman. Yeah. Oh, shit. It was definitely a, I was just wow. like, what the fuck? Did you end like, it there? No, because... Um, you had the so, baby there on the way. I had a baby on the way. I had a 50-pound son who's huge yeah. uh, for his age, and he still is. And uh, I knew I'd have to have another C-section, which means you can't lift over 10 pounds for eight weeks. Right. So oh. to me, it very much felt like, I felt like I was a beaten dog and in a Why cage. Why would you have to have a C-section, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, well, my son was uh, 10 pounds, 23 and a half inches long, couldn't fit. Oh, shit. <laughs> and so C-section with him, you have a C-section with the next one. And you can only have two, right? See, that you can't have no, three. No, you can have more than that, but it's oh, dangerous. I thought you could only have two. Yeah, no, okay. it's dangerous. But I also probably could have had, you know, if... I would have been mating with someone smaller. <laughs> Maybe I would have had smaller babies. Yeah. But my son, just like my body couldn't accommodate him. Right, okay. Wow. So, um, but that being said, I I don't remember where we were going with that. You said lessons learned, I think. What brought you to here where you are? Up until that point, I had blindly followed. It's, I thought mm. like if you do everything the way you're told, and my family was super Christian. So like when I got married, I was a virgin. Oh my God, that's dumb. If I don't fuck some other dudes, I never would have married him. (laughs) But you know, okay. Because you would go to hell. You you met him when you were 16. How old were you when you married him? 18. Okay, okay. So um, I think that kind of shattered my view of everything my life had been built on. And so instead of trying to piece everything back together so I could keep that facade, I just let it all break. Right. I was like, fuck this. And then I went and made my own way. Right. And so for me, that that's where all the trial and error came in because I went against everything that I had been taught. And so I was the type that, oh, you only date one person and you have to, and then I dated tons of guys. And I was like, I don't know. And I told them all, I was like, I'm never getting married again. 
uh, unless I meet someone extraordinary. And the weird thing is, they probably actually love that, right? Because they're like, a I clip want on her. This shit. I, you, I, guys would like get so strung and like, oh, they want to marry. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? I just told you, basically, like, I'm a man eater. And now you want to. <laughs> It was shocking. I'm like, I'm telling you this for your own good. Like, we can have a good time. I'm not going to, like, use sex as a thing with you. You know how girls, like, oh, you know me. I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing any of that. I just want friends with benefits that are cool. Like, can we go do fun things? God, you and then dream for those men at that time. <laughs> I'm like, don't sleep in my bed. And if you're going to stay over, I'm going to put pillows. I don't want to snuggle with you. Like, pillows down the middle. <laughs> like, I was very weird. Charles was like, that's crazy. Like, Is that, uh, my question was going to be, like, what, what core values when you were younger have you brought in now to your, I suppose, personal core values when you were younger that you've brought in now to your business and the way you live? And it sounds like you've kind of answered in a weird way where, and, and I relate to it, there's a, there was a little bit of a rebellious side maybe where it was like, right, you know, we, we all get told these different things, but, you know, no sex before marriage. You've got yeah. to be religious. You've got to follow this route because there's two versions of you, right? There's yeah. the version you are now yeah. and there's the version of you, you know, back, then. back there in yeah. Texas. You've never left America. Maybe yeah. three, four kids. You were the same guy. Like, it, it's... Do you think that's down to like a re- like a kind of re- rebellious nature in a way? And well, obviously I, for a positive the, reason. The but way that I felt was, hey, look, I did it your way and it completely fucking fuck backfired. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. So it's now I'm going to do it my way. <laughs> and good. I just kind of was figuring out like what is my way, right? And that's and so I met. I told you I met Charles six months after I'd yeah. gotten divorced. Yeah. And he was such a just – such a different type of person that I'd ever met. And I was like, this guy's cool as fuck. Like he just does whatever he wants. And literally, well, I mean, he was hot too. I'm like, okay, really hot and really good in bed. And he didn't try to control me. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is sweet. I would like, I had my bakeries. I would work. Those three then, things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. this is great. I would work all day at my bakeries, you know, be with my kids. And then my kids would go to my exes over the weekend because that was, you know, busy time for me at the bakery. I would literally call him at like 10 o'clock at night on Friday, Saturday and Sunday and be like, Hey, where are you? Wherever he was like, can you be home in 45 minutes? He would go home and I would get what I needed and then I'd leave. And he was fine. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like I could continue this forever. But then we became best friends. Yeah. And I was like, he's smart. He, I, he was honest with me. Right. So I grew more in the like first year that he and I were friends than I would say I had grown the previous 25 because he was so fucking honest. Like anytime he saw me acting out of alignment with my goals, he would call my shit. Wow. And I mean, he didn't do it nicely. He, he's the first fight we ever had. He told me words didn't have feelings associated to them. And I was like, it's really funny because your words made me want to kill you. Like, yeah. I don't know how that worked, but yeah. so, but because I say that that should be yeah. in a movie, <laughs> oh, but because I was able to set aside my personal feelings that he created with his words and actually, this is why I say women can be analytical yeah. and actually yeah. save them and think about them and play with like, what is he trying to tell me here? What is he seeing? Mm. And because I valued him as a person, I could always get to what he was actually trying to tell me. And when I would implement changes, it got me further. And I was like, holy shit, you are like, he became my best friend because and he was be- willing to be my mirror. I right? read earlier on with the awakened feminine is a mirror to the shadow of the masculine or something along those lines something like when someone a woman's really like awakened and understands herself it like reflects all the things that you can worry about and it helps you fix those yourself yeah it's very similar but i think that's the same in a good man yeah like that's what he was doing for me yeah and so 
I I think I told him that I loved him at like six months. We weren't even together. And I was just like, by the way, don't get all fucking weird about this. But And you don't have to say it back to me. I was like, I just really love you like yeah. as a person. And I knew then that I would love him forever. That's the, best, that's just, the best way to tell someone you yeah, love Yeah, I was him. just like, I mean, it's not like, yeah, I wasn't I like, I'm you. not trying it's, to yeah. get, I love you back. I'm just telling you like as from a human being to another human being on my deathbed, regardless of what happens between us, I will always be grateful for you. It says like saying this is such healthy say. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like I love hearing this because yeah. it just sets you on the line of like. It's a like, one, like if I said to you I love you, bro, it would be the same thing. Like yeah. it's like a best friend kind of thing. If you believe what you read on the internet now, the typical thing for like a woman like you, let's go back to that point in time or even now, um, you're gonna have 20 guys in your DMs, and the idea is that most guys do not have 20 girls in their DMs, right? So there's this. That's that's what. Is that true? <laughs> do you, what do you think? No, I think y'all have game. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's funny because I asked my friend, I actually asked my friend's ex-girlfriend the other day, I was with her and she's, you know, on Instagram and I said, I bet you've got like 30 guys, you know, she's got a Instagram, big Instagram yeah. profile, she's a model, she's, you know, yeah. does all these things. And she went, no, James. She went, everyone in my DMs is crazy. Oh, and yeah, like, they I've been we don't take them seriously. Okay. The dick pics and then I'm like, these guys are fucking, it's a joke. Yeah. It's like, it's not like we're finding, we would find good men in there, I don't think. Like, yeah. the good men are the kind ones. They just compliment you and say something nice. But yeah. like, so, and where do you, where did you meet? So, cause Charles you, yeah, Match. really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What's okay. that? It's work? a website for, uh, it's a not the first of a dating site. Oh, it's like, a, okay. apparently like one in five people meet on match.com. So yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, their, their algorithm is good. <laughs> we put us together. Like, <laughs> oh, let the computers do it because obviously the humans are fucking it up. Yeah. Yeah. If humans can't do it, let the yeah. computers do it. That's yeah. such a, if you want to, if you want to go on a dating website, like, <laughs> that's so true. Do you, do you agree that like, cause I'm trying to understand all this properly in my mind. Do you understand that like, from like a w if a woman's got a pool of men to pick for, and she wants to pick one she will be happy to widen her breadth a little bit of which that guy is but if a guy's got a pool of women he's very specific on the exact one he wants or would you say that there's no difference this is something else i've read oh so you're asking uh, women could pick multiple out of her pool and be yes, happy yes exactly and men are like focused very on focused one. because whether it's a physical thing whether That's it's a, a yeah. biological thing whatever it is yeah I mean, I would say that that definitely applied for Charles, like ultra, like he, he told me he was never getting married. Like he was like, I'm never getting married. I'm, I've resigned to like, I'm happy single. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what happened to that? That's why I trusted you when you said that. Um, but for me, I'm pretty fucking picky. <laughs> I'm like, okay. oh, I'm pretty picky. And okay. So he was the only one out of the, the, all, yeah, the ones that you were seeing at that time. Yeah. There was no, no, I mean, no guys that I would have married they see I, I read this stuff you read this and you're like oh that resonates that's must true but I don't know because I don't know from a woman's perspective yeah and I'm talking to you and I'm like it's pushing those ideas back because no they're not correct I, I mean well, and this is least, the stuff I'm getting pushed in my feet me. at yeah. least for me but that's the good correct. perspective yeah. to get from a healthy woman's perspective yeah because yeah. I'm looking for I'm looking for a lot <laughs> like people see my things and they're like oh all you think is he should make you wet and I'm like no he should be able to do it in all sorts of ways yeah so that means we have to be energetically on the same wavelength yeah not just physically yeah. yes he should be able to physically make me want him but yeah. also energetically also mm. mentally also yeah. all these people don't listen but I'm like that's what I'm telling you he should be able to do it always and yeah. vice versa the woman should be able to do that for you too yeah because sometimes Things happen, like maybe something happens physically, but I still want to be able to turn them on mentally, you yeah. know? Like yeah. it's not just sexually, you've got to be able to yeah. have your heart beat faster, your yeah. heads and, and yeah. can I, the can eyes I, and can we yeah. still make it work? Because it's like none of us are guaranteed anything, right? Like 
So you want to be turned on by your partner in all ways, mentally, spiritually, physically. And so then you have a better chance, I think, of surviving. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if it's only sex or if it's only, well, mentally she gets me and we have such great conversation, but you don't want to fuck her physically. Like, that's a problem. Yeah, cool. At least for me it no, is. No, I agree with that, yeah. So it's like, because then she's not going to feel fulfilled or vice versa. You won't feel yeah. fulfilled. She might love you for your intellect and she might love that you have money and can provide, but if she doesn't want you physically, are you going to be satisfied with that? Because you know she doesn't. Yeah. Is there an order of what's important? What's important? It's different. And, and, and where does sex relate on that? Oh, yeah. I think that's like, it's fluid. Because what's important at the moment, you know? Yeah, like some for some women, like if you're super rich, that will turn them on. Like that's on yeah. a one scale, right? Yeah. If you're super good looking, that will turn someone on. But I think you've got to get a bit, like most people, you probably need a little bit of uh, a sprinkling of all Do you yeah. think the importance is different though? So what I'm saying is you might, you might get with, a woman might get with a guy that's super rich, but bad in bed. He might be terribly poor but amazing in bed like what is there a level of importance or is it just different for everyone yeah i think different for everyone, different for everyone. Yeah, yeah it's your value system whatever it is that you're looking for yeah yeah would would you say okay so that's some great conversations there about you know about relationships in terms of like meeting someone for the first time okay match.com is one way um, <laughs> well, I don't even know if people still use it. Yeah, I've no, never heard of it. I'm like, no, it's huge. Yeah, right. It's, it's just the biggest mass, one. Wow. Yeah, it was yeah. the biggest one. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it is anymore. Yeah. It's like, like what? But yeah, there's other ones now. But would you say like approaching someone in the street, in the cold, walking down in London, you know, and someone walks past you and you think they're attractive, you're not in a night setting, there's no alcohol. Would you say it's appropriate for a guy? to approach a girl in that setting Heck yeah yeah I, I've had I had like quite a few guys do it to me in Paris over the summer oh you say today granted I'm married <laughs> but it's like it was such a compliment okay it's like, oh it's so sweet and my daughter was with me a few times and they were she was like why do they think we're sisters and I'm like they're lying babe they don't think we're sisters <laughs> who's your older sister yeah. <laughs> young sister like, but well, I thought you were, like no but I think it's a compliment and I also yeah. admire that that takes balls yeah. Well, it's like that takes balls to walk up to somebody you don't know and, okay. and give a nice compliment. That's great because yeah. that's great in terms of if you're scared of rejection, uh, the, if you're a guy, the woman's actually going to enjoy the, the, yeah. the compliment as I well. Mean, my, have, yeah. um, my middle ground on that though, because I've seen him do it, <laughs> yeah. is, is okay, yeah, it's sweet and cute, yeah. but if you're single, and I suppose you can answer both questions, does that, it's, it, being cute and sweet, is, is there's a difference between like, Okay, well, let's go for coffee now then, or let's go meet now. Would you do that? Yeah. That there's one stage of maybe not okay. right then, but because uh, I'm probably if I'm out, I'm headed somewhere. Yeah, but, but it'd be like, like okay, well, let's exchange numbers and, yeah. and maybe okay, yeah. okay. Like, I would probably not give them my number. I'd be like, oh, go to my Instagram. Yeah. And then yeah. that way, like, I can scope them out too without it being like I don't like to give my number away. Yeah, yeah. 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 Also, but, uh, London's just a colder place like, like that. that. Paris is a bit more open. America and most places, states I've been to, in America are a bit more open and friendly. London's not that friendly. Mm. I found. Really? Yeah. 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 No, I think it's great. And I think I do this with people as an exercise for myself. And I teach my kids to do it too. That if you energetically feel beauty, you should always compliment. It's uncomfortable. It's like, oh, it's uncomfortable. But you're making oh. other people happy. When you see beauty, that's expressing love. If you just keep it all into yourself and you won't express it, you're taking like you're taking an experience from them too. Wow. They could have had the experience of feeling 
valued and beautiful. Yeah. And then who knows what them feeling that and you're passing good energy. So them obtaining that energy from you, what do they do to the next person? Because you were willing to step out of your comfort zone and say that it's yeah. like smiling at someone. If you yes. smile at someone, they're going to smile back. Yeah. They're going to smile. So they I, might smile yeah. Smile is always a yeah. good, like little yeah. feeler, isn't it? Dude, it's a halfway so point. It's yeah. a smile. And then you, and then, and then, but I think it's also hard to know for a lot of guys what to say. Cause if you're in a coffee shop and it's quiet and there's lots of people there, it's very easy to know what to say. It's, yeah. Exactly like, what you feel. Yeah, exactly. So with my kids, that's what I teach them. And I do it so that they can see. (laughs) If I see a girl and I think she's beautiful, usually there's something about her that attracted me, her hair or her smile or, and don't compliment their fucking clothes. You do this really well. He does this really well. You can do that really well. You're analytical. I I can't do that. Like, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't go up to a girl and say, hey, oh, I mean... Depends, but no, he's, no, quite, he, he's quite good at being able to go up. No, and go only in. because I, hey, when, I, when I was sort of going out a lot, I was like, right, I wanted to stop drinking and I couldn't do it. And I, I think this is the thing. I think, it, and maybe you have a skewed view because lots of guys come up to you. How do you know lots of guys come up to me? I think they do. Huh? <laughs> but, but, but I think like most guys that I've met are like uh, very scared to approach women. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, and like, you know, your heart beats and everything mm-hmm. else and, that, and they won't. And I, and I just, it would be... You know, I say to my friends, go and talk to that. No, I can't. I can't tell you she's cool. Just like all my close friends. I don't know. That's why I do it with my kids. And I do it with my son and my daughter. So I compliment others in front of them. And when I started trying to teach them, they did. They were like, mom, it's so weird. I don't like it. (laughs) And I'm like, watch what happens. And whenever I would do it, the response is always good. And so then my daughter started doing it. And she was like, oh, it makes me feel good too. Because the way they responded, then my son started doing it. I'm like, did you see how much joy you're sharing with the world? With just your words. It takes two seconds. And now when he needs it to hit on girls, it's going to be so easy. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell like girl in the gym that she's beautiful you can yeah. tell the girl in the street no we met the girl in the gym yeah. but she had, luckily we met this girl in the gym in, in turkey and we we're all sort of all of us were like like this and luckily she actually started talking to us and she said oh you're using the machine but none of us would talk to her because we were all a bit off and like that it's easy to say now i know it's crazy but it's true what are they gonna do bite your heads off gonna, <laughs> you're just giving i think you have to take sex out of it that's why I brought up the... But that's the role. thing. The guy's just thinking about sex. Well, that's all fine. They're thinking but about. what I'm telling you as an exercise is uh, that's why I compliment women. Because it's like, can you appreciate beauty in both sexes? So guys should do it to guys as well? Yeah. If okay. you see a guy that you think is attractive physically for whatever reason, that doesn't mean you want to have sex with him, but you think, wow, this dude's worked really... You can see. He's worked yeah. really hard on his physique. You do yeah. it all the time to me, Mary. You know? Like, dude, your hair's awesome. It's as simple as that. It's like, your hair looks awesome. He's... he's okay. He's, see, that's the way. But this is the thing. Yeah. You say that in such a nice way, like no one's going to take offense. But you are, mate, you're you know good why? at that. Because it's honest. Mm, I yeah. thought your hair looked nice. That's why I said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I had noticed it and I was like, oh, I should tell oh, him his hair looks mate, nice. You, you, are, you are good at that. You'll come in and you'll say to me, oh, Matt, your skin looks good today or this. You, you, That's such yeah. a sweet compliment. He, he, he always, you, always yeah. does that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes he says, oh, you don't look fat today. No, he'll be like, oh, you don't look that fat today. But, you know. Like, that's what a, are you, 100K? That's that friendly mirror. Yeah, that's it. Friendly <laughs> bit. Yeah. But I think these are really good exercises to know. And yeah. to like, and I do, I'm like a building blocks, like a little bit. By, so everything you said is like really helpful to understand how If you works. wait around after the podcast, you'll see him just like walking around like, hey, you're no, beautiful. I'm not, I'm not. Uh, well, I, I mean, I think they, all of them would appreciate it. Okay. It's, wow. But I think the way, like if you're feeling uncomfortable because you're nervous about if you're saying the right thing, yeah. it's always go with what gave you that energetic feeling. Okay. Because then that's true to you and they will feel the authenticity in your compliment. Yeah. Yeah. So Otherwise if you're just fake. trying to find something to yeah. compliment, yeah. but it's, 
it's when you see beauty and you you physically observe it and you realize it then compliment okay so I don't go around looking for people to compliment. No. But as soon as I do go around looking for beauty, yeah. that's that's my goal in life. Oh, really? How many beautiful things can I see? How okay. many things can I see that bring me joy? Yeah, because and people fall into that. Yes. Yeah. That's and really weird because I'm thinking about my past relationships now and they've actually, most of them have started from that. Me like going, oh, I have to talk to this person. Or I have to tell yeah. this person something, even though the other nine times or in the nine circumstances I wouldn't. Yeah. But this time, <gasps> and I will. ended up, because yeah, energetically, you yeah. saw something that was beautiful. Yeah, I really respond like that, especially We're energetically and, and chemically. And all the gr- there, there's so many areas to it, right? Because then you've got the guys I was just with in, in the Caribbean who are all from New York, and they're like, they wouldn't be seen dead talking to another, because I'm not cool to them, right? They're like, they're just, they think they're too cool for school, and they just wouldn't talk to a stranger, and it's just people in their group. So there's all these different reasons, mm. but I think it's lovely. I think all strangers, not all, but everyone, if you feel the need, you should talk to people and because you just might become friends or whatever. So I, I do think you should, but yeah, there's a lot yeah. of reasons why people aren't. The more sure. uncomfortable it is, the more the I enjoy more, it. Yeah, the more, yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, I will talk <laughs> to anybody. Just, yeah. especially if I feel uncomfortable, then I will make myself do it. Do yeah. you like that? Do you like that yes. feeling? Because that's what, that's me expanding my comfort zone. Yeah. And it's rela- relating directly to energies, which I really yeah. believe in. Yeah. yeah. If I said to you, um, it's flipping it a little bit now, um, anxiety is the future, Depression is the past. What do you what, what do you what do you think of that? Of the problems that people are having. Is yeah. That what you're saying? Yeah. So anxiety is the future and depression is the past. I mean, I think that there's a lot of anxiety, a lot. Yeah. I don't know if there used to be, or if I'm just more cognizant of it now. Yeah. Um. I, I I completely agree. With that. I'm yeah. extremely conscious Everybody of anxiety. Everybody is yeah. anxious. And it's, so sometimes I wonder if it's just a label, like, because people are labeling it now, mm-hmm. like, oh, this child has anxious disorders. I'm like, shut up. This child is just normal. Just, yeah. Let the child live. Stop labeling everything. I think that that to me has caused a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. So kind of like that pendulum swing we were talking about. Yeah. Too much labeling. It's like navel gazing. I don't know if you guys use that no. term. Okay. It's like, it's kind of a silly term, but navel gazing is like, you know, looking at your belly button, but you're so like concerned with yourself that everything is just all about you. And then because you're spending so much time thinking about yourself, you just become so self-evolved that you can't see the beauty in the other people around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's two things with that. I've seen like if you're an actor and you're in your own head because you're thinking about yourself, as soon as you put all your attention and focus on this other person, you start thinking about them and not yourself. And there's other thing I read uh, about spotlight syndrome where you think, you walk into a bar or a, a coffee oh, shop. Everybody's thinking about you. You think everyone's thinking about you. No one gives no one a even shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or they might, but no one gives a shit about you because yeah. they care so much about, about themselves. themselves. Yeah. And you're like, you could literally go in, run up, jump up and down, scream, and probably people won't really care or remember. Yeah. It's, it's this spotlight syndrome where you think, but they think in their mind everyone's looking at them, but it's not. So you can kind of really get away with anything, I think. Yeah. No, I agree with you. That's yeah. why if you see something pretty, go compliment it. A hundred percent. Matter. Hundred percent. There's no. There's no loss. I wanted to ask about um. You. We spoke a little bit before in the coffee shop about your social media and how it went so quickly. You know, we yeah. talked about how you went from just being online with close friends and then started putting out content and just blew up. Yeah. And the the actual, you know, not don't not the trend, but way the way things are going. Where you actually should put out content and you should back what you believe in and, and I keep saying the, the same thing to James like I remember saying to him a couple of couple of months ago because he's, he's in the film with me and he's got a scene with Russell Crowe I said you haven't even posted about it no one knows like p- 
put push it out there yeah. and he and he did one post about it in a screenshot what, what's your do you think it's down to just you posting stuff or do you think like how did that evolve for you from from going like back to july or last yeah. year where you said it was a lot smaller so to me i had a very i didn't care about social media and I really still don't put a lot of weight into it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that it is important and is the way of the future. And so if you're not willing to invest in it and make sure that you at least have a presence there, you're going to get left behind. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was really more of a test of, okay, how can I accommodate the need to do this? Right. Because it needs to be done, but also make it in a way that I enjoy and I'm not resentful of it. Okay. Because I don't want to take fucking selfies and like, I don't want to be dominated by this. Yeah. I only want to do it in ways that I like. So okay. what worked for me was doing a podcast. And then from the podcast, I literally just gave the recordings to my team and said, rip them and post them. Like, I don't go in there and preview them and like, oh, I don't like the way I look or I don't like what I said or I don't like. It's like, it is what it is. Don't care. This not checking the I views. Yeah. But you have to put a lot of trust in that person to do that, right? I'm, to pick the right I'm bits. I'm trusting myself. I fucking said it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, well, if I said it, then <laughs> okay. if I don't want it out there, then I shouldn't have said it. Okay. So it's Is this like, the one you do on your own? Is it one with the girl, the girls, other girls? Um, I, di I did have a co-host for the girlfriends. Yeah. But she pivoted into um, DJing. And her manager told her that it wasn't good for her. Okay. So I was like, well, thanks for putting the kibosh on that, motherfucker. She was at, if you don't, if, <laughs> who, I don't know the exact number, if you don't mind me saying, what, yeah. what, you, she was at like, was it 6,000 you said last July? No, I had uh, 2,200 followers on Instagram. 2,200 followers last, when? Ju last July. Last July. July. Oh, wow. Yeah. What's that, six months? And yeah. now she's got nearly three. What have you got now? Uh, like 200 and something on Instagram that's and I insane. think 150 yeah. on TikTok. That's insane. What do you want to be seen? In your bio, what does it say? What do you want to be like people to see you as? Specific thing. What's just your name? You know, uh, it just says my name, but I really want to be a connector of people. Okay. That's what's important to me. Connection and love. Those are the two most important things and it runs yeah, everything in life. I can life. see that, yeah. So it's just like, can we connect? And in order to connect, you have to be authentic. You can't yeah. connect with, if, if there's no authenticity there, you're not really connecting. Yeah. So um, connection and love. Like that's yeah. what I'm here to do. My view on the way, the reason why you connect so well is because you're, you're very smart and you, it's almost like your eyes are telling you something really smart and insightful, but oh. you've got the smile as well. Oh, and that's you. like, that's just the connection. Yeah, with the I did think that. It's at like, the end, actually, wow, so she's yeah. really smart and clever, but also she's, she's giving you the, you're not just like saying, right, okay, yeah, you should do this or should do that. You know, you, you've got the smile and energy with it. I think it's really yeah. nice to have. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. What were you saying? So the numbers went from 2,200 to that. that we, okay, sorry, social media, you were saying, basically. Yeah. It's a hard choice, isn't it? Because I think, like, some people are kind of want to be private and don't want their stuff online and think it could affect future things like DJing or acting or whatever it is. But the other alternative is, like, how do you get all this stuff that you've been talking about out there, this positive message? There's no yeah. other way, is there? I mean, for me, this was the most efficient. Mm. Right. And so I have other businesses and things going on. I can't, like... That's why I told my team, hey, if I said it, I said it. <laughs> and if I get backlash for it, then fuck, I don't care because it is who I am and I would say it again. We've said yeah. that to Jay, right. the other host. Yeah. He, he, he said some stuff and we were like, we want to chop this together. It's great reel. He's like, no, I don't want it. Then I was like, you're 37. If you, if you don't want to say something, you've got to think about it and not say it because this is really good. And we put it out there and it and did well. And then also you need to think about I believe this, but I don't want to say it. Yeah, why? it's like, why, why am why? I even here then? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so for me, that is a thing, because I've definitely said some things, and I'm like, oh, shit, I did say that. <laughs> you, you mentioned in that <laughs> thing then about social media being important for the future. In what sense do you think we're, all, we're heading to the importance of business, lifestyle, education? Is that is that where you're thinking? Because for me now, it's 
we were saying this the other day, like, you know, I, I used to watch films every night and now mm-hmm. I've stopped and all I'm doing now is listening to podcasts or educating mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. Or, or watching YouTube. Yeah. Why is it important? Where, where, do you think, where do you think we're going with it that's so important? Is, yeah. it, is it everything or is it? Well, I think it's, I mean, if, yeah, if I could only pick one word for social media, I would pick connection. That is what it is. It's yeah. the way people are choosing to connect right now. Right. So we have to be able to evolve and be okay with that instead of trying to take it away or like, this isn't good and this is why. And then it's like, okay, well, you know what? Uh, drugs aren't good either in overkill, you know, but we need drugs for some mm. things. And so it's just like, this is the way people are choosing to connect, which is the most important thing we can do in the world. Perfect. And so if this is the way they're choosing to do it, then I'm going to associate yeah. with that. And when you connect, that's where all the other things come into place. Yeah, when you Business, connect, personal, yes. lifestyle, uh, health, learning, learning, love. That's how you love people. Yeah. This is how we share stories right now. You know, and that's how people learn. We haven't changed that much from 6,000 years ago. We still learn from stories. And so this is the way people are consuming stories now. You know, we're not sitting around a fire, you know, doing it with each other. Although I do prefer that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's because I'm old. Uh, this is the way they're choosing. And so we have to accommodate. Yeah. I just want to say, like, thanks so much for, have, like, you know, being here, first of all, but also spreading all your ideas. Because if there's more people like you who can sort of, put a level out to the playing field so we can understand more about relationships. It's like just a really good thing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I, I've been perfect, obviously, but I can share my mistakes. Like, <laughs> I can share my mistakes and I can share what's working now. So yeah. I just love the connection. Like you mentioned connection, like how we've connected through yeah. your medium. We've set up a medium. We've, you know, connected online through social media and now you're here. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. crazy. Yeah. The world is such a and we would have never place. have met you yeah. unless yeah. like I was running around Texas. Yeah, we hit like 8 billion population, right? In the yeah. last few yeah. months, I yeah. think. And you're from, you know, another state in the US that neither of us have been to uh, before I and am. now you're here. It's amazing. Yeah, it is the, I love that the world, that's what I feel like social media does. It yeah. shrinks it. Yeah. So crazy. that's why I say Quick, connection. should we do a little hand together now? What do you mean? I was trying to take it a little bit weird and you'll be like, no, no, no. Brilliant. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. You're amazing. Thank you.